You're mad, I'm back. Big mad, he's mad, she's mad, big fat. Ha ha, don't care, stay mad. Ha ha, ha ha, bitch, I'm loving cause you big mad. See in your face, cry, baby, bitch, you big sad. Niggas tweet, bummy, gummy, 20, bitch, you big sad. Tell me how I'm right, I came home to a big bag. Welcome to Game Tech Politics. My name is Raven, and look, the CNN, I turned on CNN today, and the House of Representatives has formally introduced an article of impeachment against President Trump, and I I really don't know what the article is. I don't know uh, what they're impeaching him for, but I just saw this, and um, let me just tell you, I think it's hilarious. Um, what I've really captured in the past couple days is that the Democrats and the drive-by media are now doing everything in their power to impeach President Trump with just uh, nine days left before he's out of there and and President or uh, Vice President Elect the fake pri- Vice President Elect Biden is inaugurated. Nine days, people. And all of this based on the allegation that President Trump incited the attack on Congress with his speech um, at the Ellipse. The New York Times even has a headline out there, Trump incites the mob. But let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask you all a question, including those in the drive-by media, including all these little celebrities out there, including you guys who listen to me on a daily basis. Have you noticed how nobody in the media is playing Trump's speech. Nobody is playing Trump's speech illustrating how he incited this quote-unquote attack on Congress. Now, why is this? I mean, you would think that there would be wall-to-wall coverage with this, that they'd be replaying Trump's speech over and over and over and over because they, they said that he incited violence. But nobody is replaying Trump's speech at all. If they had audio tape, videotape, whatever they have of Trump inciting the mob, like the New York Times headline said there was, they'd be having it repeat on loop. You couldn't have missed it. Now, I got to ask you guys a question. Where is it? Where where is this this speech that Trump, you know, uh, incited violence? Where's the highlights? Where's the B-roll? Where's the A-roll? Where's any of it? Here's the answer, people. They're not playing it for you now. They're not playing it for you because there is none. There is none. Now, there's a story by Edward Ring at the website American Greatness, and the headline of this piece is called Big Tech's War on Free Speech. It's a very long piece. But it does give the history of the timeline of how big tech turned into something arguably for the good of this country and our citizens into, can I say, evil that it's become. I have Twitter's explanation for why they canceled Trump. And it may as well be the same thing as missing videotapes or or of of Trump's supposed inciting the mob violence at Ellipse. If you read Twitter's explanation for why Trump's tweets were so dangerous, they had to close his account. Then, 
I keep I I keep harping on the fact that I consider myself to have basically uh, failed to educate my family and to educate my friends on on who the left, who the Democrats really are. I have a friend named Kane who is a big leftist. He he's a he's a Democrat and he believes that the election is legit and for an hour we had a very entertaining conversation and for the life of me I, I just can't understand his way of thinking if he looks at the whole picture but big tech is censoring donald trump they're censoring conservatives they're censoring anyone who does not agree with the democrat principles or democrat framework of what they're trying to accomplish now, Twitter's explanation of why Trump's tweets were so dangerous, there's nothing in it that does what they claim Trump did. Let me, let me give you a couple of examples of Twitter. Twitter cites these tweets of Trump as reasons why they had canceled him. Here's their statement. After close review of recent tweets from the real Donald Trump account and the context around them, Specifically, they are being received and interpreted on and off Twitter. <laughs> Meaning, you idiots out there that are seeing and reading Trump's tweets, uh, we at Twitter have permanently suspended the account due to the risk of further incitement of violence. So what does Twitter think that Trump tweeted that constitutes the risk of further incitement of violence? I, I don't understand this. Twitter identified two tweets made by the president on January 8th that resulted in their decision to ban them. Now, here's the tweet. Here's tweet number one. Are you guys ready? Are you listening? Okay. Are you listening? This is the tweet that, that Twitter cites as a reason for banning Donald Trump. Okay. Tweet number one. The 75 million great American patriots who voted for me, America first, and make America great again, will have a giant voice long into the future. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape, or form. Now that tweet is considered by Twitter, by the American left, by the Democrats, by you liberals, as an incitement to violence. That tweet is one tweet they cite as giving a reason for canceling Trump's account. <laughs> now, now again, let me read it for you one more time. The 75 million great American patriots who voted for me, who voted for American first, who voted for Make America Great Again will have a giant voice. Man, I'm telling you what, that is about the most threatening thing I've ever heard in my entire life. He's calling for violence, isn't he, guys? Now, I can see why this hippie little fuck by the game, guy, uh, a guy named Jack might be a little bit upset by this one. It's because he knows we're not going away. They're frightened, people. They're frightened. They think, okay, we got away with this once, but we may not get away with it again. Now, here's another tweet. 
that Twitter uses as a reason to ban Donald Trump from, from its platform. To all those who have asked, I will not be going to the inauguration on January 20th. Those are the two tweets, people. The second tweet says he's not going to Biden's inauguration. That constitutes an incitement to violence among you wackos. Those are the two risky tweets. And let me tell you, you can sit there and say, oh, but but, but what about all of his other tweets? No, no. They didn't ban him on his other tweets. They cite those two tweets as being an incitement to violence. Now, in Mr. Ring's piece in American Greatness, he says, this is the mentality where thoughts which they disagree are not merely disagreeable, they are violent. So basically, in other words, disagreeing with the Democrats, disagreeing with the left, disagreeing with Twitter, disagreeing with Facebook, disagreeing with communists are all violent. Your ideas, your speech, your daily lives of uh, and your your values. If you talk about religion, if you talk about you know making a a family life for your kids and grandkids into somewhat morally sound. That's violence to them. And for the life of me, I sit there and try to remember back of what happened last summer after George Floyd's murder. That, that, that man was murdered. And I saw our streets burning. And I got a, I got a couple clips for you. I, I want you guys to go back I want you guys to go back in, uh, I believe it was January of 2017, okay? I'm going to play you guys a few clips. I'm angry. Yes, I am outraged. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. You guys aren't welcome <laughs> anywhere. Any conservative, you guys are not welcome. Now, let me ask you guys something after hearing those clips. Is that worse than what Trump said in his tweets? Twitter didn't ban these people. Twitter did not ban their ideology or their words of expression on what happened with the election. Listen. If you guys have any sort of intelligence out there whatsoever, I'm not trying to down any of you, but I want you to really think about it. They're literally taking those two tweets and saying that Trump is inciting violence, yet 
people on their own side have said a lot worse things. People on their side have done a lot worse things. You look at Seattle. You look at Portland. You look at Minneapolis. You look at Kenosha, Wisconsin. You look at all these places that have literally burned to the ground, literally have businesses shattered, people who have taken their whole life and built up something for themselves and their family have been wrecked by leftists, by Antifa, by mobs. And you did not hear the media, not one time, not one time did you hear the media call for peace or say that, you know, uh, it's getting out of hand. You guys need to stop with the violence. You need to stop with burning down businesses. You don't hear, you didn't hear the Democrats denounce any of that. You didn't hear Twitter banning accounts of any leftists who was in agreement with that. But here, here's where we are now. We're here and now every single social media platform wants to ban conservatives, wants to ban anyone who supports Trump. And you guys are okay with that. You guys are okay with that because you don't agree with Trump's policies. You don't you don't like Trump. But in the end, it's going to bite you in the ass. Because they're going to silence you. You think that communists... You think that communists aren't going to silence you in the future? I got one more clip that that I want to play that I think it is, is it's very important. It kind of gives you a perspective on the left's uh, kind of their idea, their mentality about burning buildings, burning businesses, and and the like. Here's the first quick, uh, clip. It's it's by uh, Fredo Cuomo uh, from CNN. Fre Fredo, Fredo Cuomo. And please, show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Now, too many see the protests as the problem. But he doesn't see the protests as a problem. He doesn't see the burning and the looting and the fires of businesses and all that. He doesn't see that as a problem at all. But when... Trump supporters go to the Capitol and they protest the the election results, the fraudulent election results. He sees that as a problem. And now all of a sudden, the Democrats want to change their mind. They want to take and, and start a backlash against protesters because they, they see this as a, a big threat to democracy and everything. But let me ask you, where were they? seven eight months ago you guys can't give me that answer because they were non-existent they didn't care they didn't care that businesses were burned they didn't care that that over 30 people were murdered we literally had black men, uh, a young black man murdered in portland and not not even the governor nor maybe it was seattle i'm not i'm not quite certain but not even the governor of that state nor the mayor of that uh, city gave that father a call. I can't remember the name quite certain, but I'll, I'll, I'll look it up maybe for a, a later episode. But you see, 
the difference between now and then? I'm trying to give you guys a contrast of, of what their mindset was back then. You literally had Jerry Nadler. He's a congressman from New York. You literally had him state that Antifa was a myth. And here's the clip. Violence across the whole country. Do you disavow the violence from Antifa? That's happening in Portland right now? That's, that's, riots that, in... that's a myth that's being spread only in Washington, D.C. About Antifa in Portland? Yes. It's Sir, a... there's, there's videos oh, everywhere yeah, online. There's fires and riots. There's th they're throwing fireworks at uh, federal officers. So Antifa is a myth, according to Democrats. The fires and the riots, the, those did never happened. If you remember back in June and July, May, June and July, you will see that the media hardly, uh, they, they never really even mentioned the riots in the street. They, they only showed that there were peaceful protesters, peaceful protesters. Well, let me tell you, what happened in Washington last week, weren't those peaceful protesters? Where's the where's the contrast here? Where where's the difference here between what happened last week and what happened seven, eight months ago? You literally had churches burning. You had businesses burning. And and let me tell you, I really don't think that every single person who was in that capital was a Trump supporter. You had people trying to break down or break windows open at the Capitol and Trump supporters were trying to stop them. That's the difference between the rioters of last year, the BLM rioters and the Antifa rioters. That's the difference between them and the Trump supporters. You literally had, I don't know how many rallies, Trump rallies this past summer. 20, 30, 40. How many people showed up at those rallies? 50, 60,000 people. People were waiting in line for days, like a rock concert. Were there any riots then? Were there any, were there any uh, destruction of, of property there? Why now? Well, I'll tell you, this gave a, the media a great chance to take and make you forget about what happened in this election. Because the past two months, Trump made it known that there was election fraud going on. You would have to be a nitwit to think. You Seriously, you would have, have no intelligence whatsoever to think that this election was on the uppity-up. At 11 p.m. on election night, Trump was winning... In every battleground state. He won Florida. He won Ohio. He was winning in Pennsylvania. He was winning in Michigan. He was winning in Wisconsin. He was winning in, I believe, Utah and Nevada. He was winning in Georgia. And then all of a sudden something happened. Something happened on election night at 11 p.m. They Six states... Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, Nevada. They all, Wisconsin, they all stopped counting the votes. Now, for anyone that is over the age of 30, 
you guys have participated in, let's say, three or four elections, at least two. Can you guys remember back when they actually, six states, all at the same time, just stopped counting? Now, you're going to say, no, they didn't stop counting. They, well, let's look at what happened in Georgia. <clears throat> Georgia, it is reported by everyone that they stopped counting the votes. So there's one state. Now, I'm not saying that they, they stopped counting in every precinct, in every single county. But they did stop in one major city. The same with Pennsylvania. They stopped counting votes in Philadelphia. Now, let's go back. Let's go back to the prior elections. Can you remember at any time of any state stopping the vote count in any city? Ever. Ever. I can't. If you can give me an example, you know how to reach me. I can't tell you to go on Parlor anymore because guess what? Guess what? What happened to Parlor this week? Parlor got shut down. Parlor uses Amazon servers to, uh, they use them as a host for their, their app and their website. And Amazon shut them down. This is the country that we live in. And for you liberals out there, you guys support this shit. You guys literally support a website being shut down because you don't agree with them. You guys do not support freedom of speech. But fucking give me some backlash if I don't say that he is a she and she is a he. Oh my gosh, you guys are going to get up in a fucking, you guys are going to get fairies up your ass because of that. You guys will tell me all day long that a fucking man can be a woman and a woman can be a man. But one little political disagreement, any Trump supporters out there, anybody that uses Parler, you guys want to shut them down. And in the future, it's going to bite you in your fucking asses. Let me tell you, it really will. Let me go ahead and play you a clip from Matt Gates. This got Democrats in an uproar. I just want you to take a lesson real quick. That she called for people to get in the faces of those who serve and support the president. I denounced political violence from all ends of the spectrum, but make no mistake, the left in America has incited far more political violence than the right. For months, our cities burned, police stations burned, our businesses were shattered, and they said nothing or they cheer-led for it, and they fundraised for it, and they allowed it to happen in the greatest country in the world. Now, some have cited, some have cited the metaphor that the president lit the flame. Well, they lit actual flames, actual fires, and we time them out. Fire, there will be order in the house. He's right. He's absolutely right. Everything that I just showed you, all the clips that I showed you, Madonna saying that she wanted to bomb the White House, Maxine Waters, who is a congressman, said basically that we need to get up in front of Trump supporters' faces. We need to make them uncomfortable if they go to restaurants. And guess what? It happened. All these protesters went to restaurants. You can, you can go on YouTube and, and look this up. 
They go into restaurants and they, they force people to quit eating their food. And they want to sit there and call incite violence and incite disruption. But yet it's all Trump's fault. <laughs> this is all Trump's fault. You guys are batshit crazy. Let me tell you. There's nothing, there's no words that can express the stupidity that you guys actually really have. You call Trump a Nazi? You call him a fascist? Let me ask you guys a question. What policies has Trump created that has really put a stop on any of your freedoms? Can you legitimately answer that question? Let me ask you black people a question that are still supporting Democrats. What in the fuck have they done for you in the past 50 or 60 years? Do you really think that the Democrats are on your side when they sit there and, and have not bettered your lives at all? Black unemployment was its lowest since 1972, since it first started to be recorded. Black unemployment at its lowest. Trump ended up giving HBCUs, that's historically black colleges and universities, more money than any other president in history. He gave, he even, not only did he give them more money, but they, he also signed an executive order stating that they don't need to ask for money anymore, that we're going to allocate money and funds to them for the next 10 years so they don't have to beg for it. He also got the criminal justice reform done. The first step that, that basically allowed these black people who were in prison for drug offenses, first-time drug offenses that were basically having life in prison for a first-time drug offense, he gave them an out. He released over 1,000 prisoners. He called for black businesses to get more federal grants and, and money. So, you can sit there and, and say that Trump is a, a, a Nazi and a fascist, but you have absolutely zero proof on this. None. It doesn't make sense. But yet you go with the crowd. You, you, you see, you watch CNN, you watch MSNBC, you watch all these mocking, mockingbird media outlets out there that's hating on Trump every single day and you, you absorb this. And they basically... Uh, you know, you watch these broadcasts and they and these programs, and what they really do is they program you. They program you into believing this nonsense, and that's what's dangerous. What's dangerous is you guys taking and cheering on the companies that want to limit our speech. And I guarantee you, my broadcast is next. I will be shut down soon. And I know you guys love listening to me every day. Do you guys want me to go away? <laughs> Many of you guys are laughing right now, but you ain't shutting off the broadcast right now. You're still listening. I get thousands of listeners every single day. And I'm just a small fucking guy. I don't, I don't I'm not rich. You guys want to shut me down. You want people like 
who think like me shut down. And I don't think that that's fair. I just want you guys to really think about what the media is really trying to do to you guys. They are seriously trying to program you. They want control. They want absolute control. They want to shut everybody down so that way Trump doesn't run again or somebody like Trump doesn't ever hold office again. They're frightened, people. And to prove that, to prove that, let's let's go back eight, seven, eight months ago with the rioters and, and people burning the businesses down. Did the FBI go after any of them? If you go onto any news source today, you will automatically see that the FBI is trying to find every single person that's going into the Capitol that 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 protest protested at the Capitol and went into inside the Capitol. You will see that. You will see the FBI hard nosed, like they they are cutthroat at it. They want to find every single fucking person and they will. But why didn't they do that six, seven, eight months ago? Why didn't the news media report on that? Why didn't they try to find the people who were burning the businesses down, shooting or, or taking lasers into police officers' eyes, taking and burning police op- police cars and, and uh, looting? Why didn't the FBI go after any of them? I know that you'll say, well, they have states' rights. The states have to do this sort of thing. But... We had riots at federal buildings. We had rioters at federal buildings trying to set fires at federal buildings. Why didn't the FBI go after these people like they are the Capitol protesters? I'll tell you why. They want to shut any Trump supporters down. They want any person who wants to be elected to think twice about running. They want Trump to think twice about running. They want to impeach him so he will never hold office again. That's how frightened they are. With nine days away, they want to impeach this president for so-called inciting a riot. Which those riots, they actually wanted six, seven, eight, nine months ago. It's beyond ridiculous, people. Beyond fucking ridiculous. And for the life of me, I I just don't understand your Democrat way of thinking. So that's my show. I do want to give out a plug. This is probably one of the coolest little plugs I've ever done. I'm, I'm telling you, if you guys have time this week or this weekend... Go to your local Best Buy. I, I, I don't like Best Buy. I am a, uh, an elite member of Best Buy because I spend a lot of money with them. I don't, even though I think that they fucking suck, I think that their customer service is probably one of the most awful customer service experiences I've ever had this past year with them. I, I purchased over four grand. I bought a washer and dryer. I bought an entertainment system, a TV, all that stuff through them. And uh, when when I got my washer and dryer hooked up, they had the hot and the cold uh, mixed up. And 
they didn't even they they couldn't even figure out how to turn on my dryer and all they had to do was press in the uh, power outlet a little bit further and it would come on I had to figure that all, all out on my own and I and I just think that they are god awful in customer service especially do not let me warn you guys do not buy anything from Best Buy if you try to buy like a digital game uh, so you purchase a digital game from them don't do it don't do it because they'll hold up your money and then they the digital code will never get to you I'm telling you actually you know what Try it out for yourselves. Buy a digital game from Best Buy. See if I'm right, because I know I am. I've done this multiple, multiple, multiple of times, and it just does not work. They can, they do not send out the digital code to you. So just don't do it. It ties up your money for three days, and then you don't get what you want. You just go purchase. Uh, if if you are going to purchase a digital item, go to Amazon. Uh, they're very good on that. Do not go to Walmart or Best Buy because those two companies, their digital purchases just are beyond fucking sucks. But let me tell you, my brother did want to go to Best Buy over Christmas and we were trying to find some uh, gift ideas for my dad. He also needed to pick up a copy of Windows 10 because we were building a PC. And uh, thanks to Whisper and her friend, for helping us with that because um, let me tell you it was it was a headache I couldn't figure out how to put the cooling fan on top of the CPU um, on that motherboard I figured it out with their help so thank you guys for that but we went to Best Buy and we went to this little aisle that had sunglasses and they were the Bose sunglasses so I put them on and my brother pressed the button to play music and let me tell you fucking badass not only is it the clarity of the music so damn good with these glasses but if you have the glasses full blast and you're standing next to somebody two feet away the person standing two feet away cannot hear what you're listening to they are that good and i believe that they are only 199 I know that's very expensive for some of you guys, especially me, uh, but if if you want something really fucking cool and you want to spend, uh, get yourself a little gift for uh, tax time, these are it, man. Uh, I highly recommend them. They're the Bose sunglasses for $199. do not get a cheap pair. Spend, you know, $50 to $75 more on these glasses. You'll love them. You'll absolutely love them. So that's my plug, and that is my show. Uh, the next couple shows, I'm going to go ahead and do one on the West game because, oh my gosh, the West game. This uh, Our state, State 57, has gone from, uh, it's just chaotic right now. We have a an alliance that moved from state to our state and they are fucking huge we really don't know what to do about it so i'm going to do an episode on that and then also i'm hoping cray will finally join me on my second podcast about ufos i think that would be a great fun little project to do and then uh also this weekend on sunday i am actually doing a podcast on video games and specifically the history and the battle between Nintendo, Sony, and the Xbox. 
I have a lot of great little trivia questions and a lot of information that is just so freaking neat. It's it's awesome. I hope you guys do join me on that one. Uh, you guys will uh, love every single bit of detail that I, I put into this. But as far as in today goes, I wanted to kind of give you kind of an insight of what our political climate is right now. It is just, um, it's very scary out there. And I know that I did take and mention to a lot of you about martial law happening this week. Well, let me tell you, I wasn't completely wrong because if you look at Washington, D.C. right now, um, martial law is kind of in effect. They just haven't announced it. They have over 7,000 United States soldiers. Now, you can tell me it's because of the inauguration, but um, let me tell you, it's... Um, it's going to be whoever lives in Washington, D.C., it's going to be a very big change for you this weekend, let me tell you. So that's my show. I hope you guys listen to the next podcast. And I want you to subscribe, share, and like this podcast, as well as go to anchor.fn forward slash game tech politics or search, uh, go on uh, anchor.fm, search for Game Tech Politics. There is a, a subscription-based, it's only 99 cents, guys. 99 cents is all you pay for this per month. So that's $12 a year. If you guys want to show your support, every single penny, let me tell you, every single penny does go to my kids' college education. And I will show you uh, real soon, I am going to be very transparent and open up the bank account for that and basically show you guys some screenshots of my bank account uh, solely for their college education. And I hope that you guys do support my daughters because I'm a single dad. I do not get child support and uh, it's rough being a single parent, let me tell you. So um, again, uh, if you guys can't subscribe to that, please at least like and share this broadcast. You guys have a great week. I appreciate you listening.